okay, I spent $100,000 with Dan Kennedy over the years. But working with you, I finally understand how it all fits together. It's like I had a lot of knowledge, a lot of information, but I couldn't make it line up and work for me. Welcome to the Sales Unscripted Podcast, where it's not what you're saying, but who you're being while you're saying it that matters. Sales and scaling your business is what drives the engine here. So drop in, buckle up, and hold on, because we're about to shake up the sales game with the man behind the mic, Jim Padilla. All right, here we go. Welcome back to another episode of Sales Unscripted. Strickland, appreciate the handoff, my friend. Sales Unscripted, where it's not about what you're saying, but who you're being while you're saying it, that matters the most. That's what drives the conversation. That's what drives the results. That's what makes everything happen here inside the walls that gain the edge. And uh, as you know, these interviews, um, when, when we talk with experts here, we're always looking for people who are in, in lockstep with what we do. We're all about sales, scales, and leverage, and helping people exponentially grow by being more of who you were intended to be and losing all the gimmicks and what all the experts say should work. And let's just stick with the facts that we know what actually works. And uh, I have somebody here that I'm going to bring to you. I'm excited about this uh, interview because uh, this expert is someone who is very much in alignment with the mindset of the sales and scripted philosophy. Uh, he's very wise man uh, in terms of his approach to business and, and no nonsense and no fluff uh, around helping people get actual results in what they do instead of just talking theory and philosophy and strategy. It's, it's actually plans that you can execute uh, and challenging the way that you think about what you're doing. So uh, I've been uh, engaged in his world for uh, a couple of months now. Uh, somebody that I met, been uh, blessed to be part of his mastermind with some other fantastic leaders and thinkers. And one of the, uh, the, the key attributes that I, I believe about a person that tells who they are is who they've been able to surround themselves with. And the community that I've been uh, invited into is just a, a phenomenal collection of talented, awesome human beings who really understand business as well. So it's a great place to be. And Dov, you're the one who made that all happen. I'll do the quick intro here that's in the bio. And I love the way this position says there are millions and millions of consultants, coaches and professional service firms, owners who love their work. And all they want is a consistent flow of great clients. Dov and his small team help you build a simple, repeatable client getting system that best fits you and your strengths. You, capital Y-O-U, and that's important because this is about what's best for you, which is the key to the Sales Descriptive brand. Dov Gordon, say hello. Hello, Jim. Good, good to be here. Thanks for having me. I appreciate the, uh, the kind introduction. It, it takes one to know one, they say, right? So. Uh, absolutely. I, I, I honor that and I acknowledge that. Um, so why don't we uh, just, just dive into a little bit, share, uh, share a little bit about your story. How did you come to be Dave Gordon that you are today? And, uh, and then we'll talk about, you know, how do you want to be known? What do you want to be known for? Well, uh, it's, it's been quite a journey and we're still just uh, at the, in the middle somewhere. Hopefully there's a long way to go. Right. But, um, you know, I, I started a coaching consulting business back in probably, I think it was 2002. Um, and I didn't know what I was doing. Over the next seven or so years, maybe eight, I really was like pushing a boulder up a hill, kept rolling down, but each time got a little bit higher. And I just, I knew I had a lot of talent, a lot of skill, not a natural marketer and salesperson. 
And it took me quite a while to really come to understand some of the things that other people perhaps uh, took naturally. I mean, I do have, I do have uh, perhaps a, a strong empathy towards people and certainly care a lot and are talented and, and good at what I do. I knew I could help, but I did not understand how to create a consistent flow of leads and sales uh, and clients. Um, eventually, I switched. I mean, I wasn't a total failure. I did have some some good projects, and I, I had a CEO roundtable that was comprised of CEOs with companies between about a ten million and one hundred and fifty, two hundred million dollars in sales. Um, but it was such a struggle. You know, everything was a struggle just to get um, just to get enough to keep going. And you know, I remember being down to the last thousand dollars when I had a uh, you know, wife and three kids at some point a number of years ago. I think it was three kids. Anyway, it was uh, really tough. Uh, fortunately, we pulled through that and you know, it, it's come a long way and got to a point where I shifted my focus once I really started to understand what I'd been missing. And, and my focus really has been working with people who are in many ways like me, not, not the celebrity type, not looking to be celebrities. Nothing wrong with, you know, the, we talk about two paths. There's the path of the charismatic guru and the path of mastery. These are two paths to thrive and succeed as a, as a uh, professional, as a consultant, coach, expert, professional service firm. And most people are really only aware of the path of the, charismatic guru because that's what's most visible that's what we see you know if you you know if you raise your hand and say hey who, I, i'm good at what i do i love my clients i'm really good at it i really want to make a difference you know how do i get you know, how do i get more clients because it turns out it's not as easy as i thought so there's a line around the block of all kinds of experts who will come and say you got to do this you got to do that i mean you've you've talked about that in other issues it's a common theme i've heard with you as well you know you don't you know you don't like the other episodes i should say right the yeah, there's, it's as if like the LinkedIn expert says you got to do LinkedIn and the Facebook ad, you got to do Facebook and networking and, and, you know, cold calling and email call. Everybody has their tactic, their method specific, you know, area. And basically, Jim, if you're not doing what they think you should be doing, your business is doomed. And there are a lot of people who follow that, follow them because they're most visible. They, they certainly seem to have what we're missing. And perhaps we can, you know, some of it will rub off. The thing is that the hard thing for people who are not the natural marketers, not natural salespersons, perhaps, they could, they could even be really good with people, you know, one-to-one in small groups or one-on-one, they could be really good. But the hard part for them is that, um, hey, you could, you know, I could follow you and you could tell me, hey, just do what I did. And you, you too could have all this, you know, right. the three houses and boats and, and all that. But it's not necessarily what they want. It's not who they are. So it's like they're walking down the path of the charismatic guru. And by the way, it's a legitimate path. As long as they're operating ethically and honestly, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just not right for most people. So what we're doing is really helping people who find themselves stuck, treading water, like you know, hitting the ceiling of their ability to create a flow of ideal clients consistently. And we're helping them realize that like, kind of tapping them on the shoulder and saying, um, hey, you know, you really should be much further along, right? Uh, yeah. And you know, the, the one thing that this, these people cannot transfer to you is that strong personality. I mean, it's, if it's not you, it's not you. And there's this other path, path of mastery. You should probably be on that path because you'll make a lot more progress. I mean, you're not even going for his dream. It's not your dream, you know? So right. that's kind of been my story and that's where we've been focusing on. And, you know, we're, that's where we've been getting stronger and stronger, slowly but surely. 
and, and we've really been like, I cannot tell you how many people have said to, you know, to me some version of this, like, okay, I spent a hundred thousand dollars with Dan Kennedy over the years, but working with you, I finally understand how it all fits together. It's like, I had a lot of knowledge, a lot of information, but I couldn't make it line up and work for me consistently. Nothing wrong with Dan Kennedy, by the way. Right. You know, I learned a lot from him too. Uh, it's just, it's, it's a common experience and, we have to build on our strengths. We have to find an approach that works for us. And we most of all need to know that it's not you. It's nothing, you know, when, when we work hard and try to do something that other people are doing, when it seems to be working for them and it doesn't work, it's very normal for many of us to conclude, well, there must be something wrong with me. Uh, and what I want you to know is it's not you, the person, it's your process. And if we can right. fix your process, then you're going to get a much better result. Yeah, it, it's so interesting because with the sales and scripted brand, we experience that, right? It's it's amazing. It seems like people either totally resonate with it or they just don't get it. And when they do, it's because they, they come with that same approach that you just shared. They say, finally, somebody's given me permission to not follow that person's step-by-step formula. Mm-hmm. That's what we're all about is no, there's, there's a formula inside of you that needs to be extracted that's ideal for you to get the most optimal results. That's the one we need to be focusing on. Yeah, I've, I've heard you talk in other episodes as well about, um, uh, and I, I encourage, if anyone happens to find just this episode, I really recommend to go back and listen to others because I'm gaining from it. You know, the, you. It, it's very, and I've said the, the same idea a little bit differently, but I think the way you framed it was that, look, you know, everybody can, you know, say this is how to do it and it follow my steps, it will work. And then the, the way you said it was until it stops working. And at that point, you really got to figure out your own thing, you know? Right. Right. And, you know, there's gone. Yeah. No, I, I would just say that that's, that's a, an interesting analogy because th- that the biggest problem with being a, an imitator, and there's, again, there's nothing wrong with it. It's, a, it's the best way to start if you don't have anything else. So you imitate somebody's formula. And the problem is they're the one that created it. So they know if it's off or not. You don't. You only know if it's working or not. And then you don't know how to make the adjustments. And you have to try to take it to a mechanic. When it's your system, you always know if something's off and by how much and you can make adjustments. And it, I see, absolutely. I see there's a difference between like, you know, if I'm standing here and there's a master chef next to me and we're in the kitchen and we're both following the same recipe. Um, I don't know. What do you like? Whatever it is, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, we can be following the same recipe. Steak and egg, man. Wonderful. Steak and <laughs> well, that sounds a little easy, right? You know, it's, <laughs> I don't know, some kind of uh, pecan pie or something. I don't know. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I've never done this, so I don't know. But the, the analogy is that if we're both following the same recipe, this master chef and I, what I produce might be edible, but what he or she produces could be a masterpiece, both in appearance as well as in taste. And the reason for the difference is not because I'm incapable. It's because we're both following a series of steps. But, but the chef, the master chef, has attained mastery. They understand the properties of each ingredient. They understand how those properties interact with each other and with heat over time. I don't have that nuanced understanding. I'm just following a series of steps. Right. And that's the difference. So, you know, I don't know who gets credit for this, but it's been said many times, like, you know, no one can do it alone, but no one can do it for you. And, you know, we're often looking for what is the right way, as if there was one right way. There are billions of right ways. It's just the opposite. There's only one wrong way. You know, any way that works, any way you want to go will work as long as it's consistent with timeless principles, you know, because that's the underlying reality. But if you, the one way to fail is to break 
yourself against timeless principles, violate them. And uh, that, that doesn't work. Yeah, uh, that, that's a great point. And I like that a lot because it's, it's one of my pet peeves. And, you know, I, I don't want to hijack the, the train of the conversation here, but that's one of my biggest pet peeves in the industry is everybody, every expert out there is beating their chest saying, just do this. This is the way. It's like, no, this is a way. This is a way. And it's a good way. I got nothing wrong with it. But I also personally know of a, a hundred different ways that are as effective. Right. But we both know that that kind of claim works because we're all drawn to the certainty. When we're in a situation right. where we have uncertainty, where we have self-doubt, someone else shows up and they're acting with total confidence and they seem to know all their stuff and they seem to have it. We're, you know, they're, they're pushing, they're, can they're, what are the, we have a weak spot and we're vulnerable. So they know it works. Now, what bothers you and me is it's not necessarily uh, the best thing for people to learn because you've got to go through it yourself. No one can do it for you because you have to go through and do the work. You've got to push through, pay the price to master so that you get to the point where you understand not just how to follow a list, but you understand the properties of the ingredients and how they interact with each other and so on over time. And you can keep on working. Otherwise, you know, people to act like marketing and sales as if it's like a, a simple, hey, just do what I did, right? Right. Um, it, no, that's like flipping a light switch. You don't have to understand it. You can just flip a light switch, but it's more closer to heart surgery. You know, yes. uh, you don't watch a heart surgeon do heart surgery and say, Hey, did you got that? Yeah. So, okay, good. Now next one you do what? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not, you know, there are some things that are nuanced skills and you're not going to learn them, you know, overnight. And, but this is also why here's another thing that I did come to understand that, you know, the approach that I took was like, well, it can't be the tactics because, you know, after years of struggling and trying to figure out, I asked myself the question, like, okay, it can't be that this works and that doesn't because I see that this works and sometimes it fails and this works and sometimes it fails. So everything could work and everything could fail. So I need to understand when it works, why does it work? When it fails, why does it fail? Because if I can understand that, then, you know, I can pretty much pick whatever tactic is a good fit for me and then make it work. And that's the approach. That's how we, that's how we work with people. It's like we're tactic agnostic and, you know, we're not experts in everything, obviously, but there are a few things that we're, you know, more you know, stronger in. Um, but what the most important is building the strategic foundation, like learning to master what I think of as the critical 10% of skills that make you like brilliant 90% of the time that give you 90% of what you want. And that's, you know, because you don't have to, fortunately we're, we're neither flipping light switches, but we're also not really heart surgeons, right? Cause we do get to iterate and, you know, and you've got to be out there practicing on a daily basis, but uh, it's really, um, you've got to be doing it and then learning as you go along with feedback. You know, you've got to aim for the mastery. Definitely. And this is an important conversation uh, as you're listening here, because uh, I want you to pay attention to, we're, we're not saying that just go ahead and follow what anybody says willy nilly and tip, especially please for the love of God, stop following all the free information because you know, that is the tip of the iceberg. They're not giving you the actual meat and the muscle of what makes it go. And what we want you to have is the permission to follow what actually resonates with you. Cause I've said almost every system you're going to follow will get you there. You have to be able to resonate with it. If somebody's sharing something with you that you just absolutely don't see yourself doing in any way, then follow somebody else. It's really that simple, right? For, to, as a starting point, don't feel like, it, don't, don't go the whole FOMO route. 
right? Uh, I used to coach high school basketball and we were blessed, had a fantastic program. We worked our tails off and had phenomenal athletes. Every year we had five kids or more going to college on scholarships. And one common question that I would get is these kids would come and say, coach, I'm stressed out. I don't know which school to go to. I got Arizona State. I got Fresno State. I got Northern Pacific. Like, calm down. First of all, all of them are awesome options. So you have to flip this around. Instead of stressing out over picking the best one, you can make the comfort of knowing that every decision you make is going to be a good one. Right? Then you can start basing it on personal preferences. Absolutely. Yeah, it's the same thing that I tell clients, right? It's like, okay, um, our goal is not to get you to this perfect system. Our goal is to get you 70 to 80% to the point where you have a simple, repeatable system so that you wake up and you actually know what your priorities are. You know what you need to do. So then you're going to work them. And over time, you're improving it. You're tweaking it. But if you're waking up and you're like, well, should I do this or should I do that? And we're kind of going in many different directions. That's where we're all dispersed because we have too many, well, maybe, maybe, maybe. We've got to have a certain level of certainty and then we're tweaking and improving over time. And the point about um, uh, free information First of all, some free information is really good. I, I mean, I do have something that, that I prepared to share. I used to sell that for $97 or give it away for free. That was written to be sold and it was sold for five years. So that some free information is really good. But I think yeah. more to, to your real point, to your real point, um, it's not even information at all that really creates the transformation that you're looking for. And this is also like, you know, what, we, what we're doing is – you know, let's see, my ideal client, right? They're good at what they do. They're, you know, some of them are low six figures, some of them are low seven figures, some of them are just getting started, you know, leaving a corporate job and like, hey, I'm good at this, but I can see where I'm gonna need some help. Um, anyway, so they, they, they've, in all likelihood, they've already tried certain things. You know, most people are not going to spend money for help if they haven't had a chance to try it themselves or they have, you know, that's, right. that's usual. We're like, why should we pay for if we think we can do it ourselves? And, you know, um, right? So. So you, you, you get some ideas, some advice, some you know, webinar training or course and so on, and you start following it, and then you hit a wall. And then what happens is we fall into the grip of the three doubts. You know? And the first doubt is, uh, hmm, I hit this wall. It's not working anymore. Uh, am I doing the right thing? Uh, and then am I doing it right? And why isn't it working for me? Or is it ever going to work for me? And what happens is, is that we hit the wall and we think, hmm, Am I doing the right thing? Am I doing it right? Will it ever work for me? And we bounce off the wall and we think, I must not know enough. So we go off in a different direction like the Roomba vacuum cleaner, looking for more information because we conclude I must not know enough, but that's not true at all, right? It's not that you don't know enough. You do know enough. You don't understand what you know deeply enough. What you need is someone to look at what you're doing and say, huh, are you doing the right thing? Well, this part you're doing is right. That part you need to fix, tweak it. Okay, good. Now hit the wall. Hit the wall, take a chip out of it, hit the wall, take a chip out of it. And then they hit the wall, take a chip out of it. And then they, uh, you know, you get stuck again. Something, you know, something isn't moving, right? And then, hey, am I doing it right? You need someone to look at what you're doing and say, you're doing this part right, this part changed in this way, good, keep going. Hit the wall, take a chip out of it. And then you make some progress, get stuck again. Am I, am I ever going to, why isn't it working for me? It seems to work for everyone else. You need someone to look at what you're doing. You're doing the right thing. You're doing it right. Keep hitting the wall. Hit the wall. And then you keep hitting the wall, taking chips out of it. And then one day you hit the wall and the wall crumbles. And then as you're stepping through, suddenly, ah, now I get it. Now I understand all that advice I've been getting. Now I understand the information I've been accumulating. You need to understand what you already know 
And the way to do that is not with more and more information. The free information you're talking about, a lot of it, it's just like really high level platitudes that's just mimicking so much else that's out there. I know, I think I know what you're referring to. But the irony, you know, is that, of course, not only do we not need more information, we need experiences because yes. you need to learn. To get to the next level, you need to learn certain new things. You need to learn things you do not understand now. But it's almost never is it more information. You need to understand it more deeply. You will learn what you need to learn, not by you know, reading another book, taking another course, but by implementing and living what you already know. And it's very much the idea that you talk about as well. So we talk about it's who you're being. You know certain things, but you're not living it because you have doubt, because you're uncertain about and that's why like the Roomba vacuum cleaner, you hit the wall and bounce off until you go another direction and get more information, hit the chair leg and so on. And you're bouncing around, never getting out. And here's there's one more important point here. And that is that when that wall crumbles and you step through and like, wow. And you finally, you know, get it. It's like, you know, the, the clouds part and the sun shines through. So you bask and enjoy that for a, a brief period of time. And then kind of you look up and you notice that, oh, shoot. There's another wall. There's another wall bigger. and it's taller and it's thicker <laughs> yes. and that's life. Right. And so many of us are afraid of it. You know, I'm guilty too. It's something I need to work on all the time. Um, yeah. That's life. And, and we need to recognize that we cannot escape it. So we've got to live it, you know, take the things that we know and live it. Right. You know, it's interesting. I just had a conversation with somebody, a potential client uh, just yesterday and Part of the conversation that we're having was she's taking in a lot of input from a lot of experts, all well-known people who I I respect every one of them. And she's trying to create this concoction. I said, this, this is the problem. I said, here's, here's what the first thing you need to know is if you hire me, you're done with all of those other guys. And if you resonate with one of them more than me, then stop listening to everybody else and go with that one. Because as you were you know, saying, you need to understand it at a deeper level. And uh, sometimes what I see is like, I, I'm, I'm taking UFC training right now from uh, my goal is to be sparring next year. Right. Crazy. But what the, I noticed that the first few weeks in the class, I was tentative because I didn't know all the moves. I didn't understand the, the counts. There's, you know, there's eight punches and there's, you know, and they don't tell you what punch it is. Shout them out by number. Eight, six, two, four. It's like, I don't know. That's why I'm watching people. And people who know it, they're kicking the crap out of the bag and they're punching and they look fantastic. I must look like an, an idiot. And, but now here I am, you know, four months later, I got rhythm. I got some tempo and some timing because I've been listening to the same voices. So I'm understanding it at a deeper level, not knowing more stuff. I'm just understanding more of what I know. So now I can actually, right. with a little ease and grace, I got a little bob and weave and, you know, but I'm still not where I'm going to be a year from now. Right. But it gives me that freedom to be able to attack it more aggressively because of my comfort and familiarity. So then my improvements are greater, you know, and it's Absolutely. so similar in, in this space. And I'll throw out something else that, that is, what we're saying, everybody who's mastered anything understands. But here's what I've noticed, uh, particularly with the kinds of people that we tend to resonate with. Um, and again, these are people who are really good at what they do. In some cases, they're not just great, but they're world-class at what they do. But they're struggling to get ideal clients consistently. And what happens is, what I've noticed is that really smart people who have mastered the craft in one area are still susceptible to taking stupid advice. <laughs> in the area of marketing and sales because, and it's only stupid because 
we come at it thinking, oh, all I need to do is this, that, and that. But wait, wait a second. You've, you know what's involved in mastering your craft in the area you've mastered, whatever it is. If it's operations consulting, if it's you know, a management consultant, leadership consultant, executive coaching, whatever it might be. You know, you've mastered your craft. I mean, I've got a, I've got a client now who's, who's uh, done, he's a really good consultant, made a lot of money the last uh, couple of years. Uh, with one major client, you know, nine projects, all of them high five or, or low, even mid six figures. And now he's looking to, hey, okay, Dove, I didn't build my marketing the last couple of years. You know, we, we actually, he came back to me after a couple of years, which is the biggest uh, thing. It's like, hey, I like what we did. Now I need to make it consistent. Now we're working, you know, and I have to actually implement it. So right. we're working on that um, because, you know, it got him to a certain point. But the, the point that I was getting at is they're world class. I mean, he's, he's really helping companies uh, accomplish some amazing things. There are probably not that many people in the world better than him. But when it comes to marketing and sales, for some reason, it's like, oh, all I need to do is this, that, and that, and then I'll have it. And then when it doesn't work, we go off looking for something else rather than approaching it with the true, you know, recognizing this is now a new area to master. However, if you are working with someone who understands you and what you're trying to accomplish, you don't have to master every aspect of marketing and sales. You have to master the basics. And I'll, I, I might as well just give some of the, how I see that because, uh, sure. you know, um, you, there's, a, there's a small number of things you have to master to create a consistent flow of ideal clients. And, you know, to me, mastery has three steps, right? Step number one is you've got to learn some information. You have to know some knowledge. There is some... The problem is um, there's so much information out there. How do you know to separate what actually matters and what doesn't? You know, what's, what's really valuable and what isn't? Because there's that critical 10% that makes it a brilliant 90% of the time that gives you 90% of what you want. And if you're just new to a domain, you really have trouble separating it. So you need a mentor. You need a coach, someone who understands that, who can point to you and say, these are the details that matter. Everything else you can ignore for now. You can get to it later if you want to, but for now, to put that simple A, B, C, you do A, you do B, you do C, gives you D leads and you become clients in place. These are, this is all you need to know. Get that information and come back. Okay, right. came back, good. You got it, now implement. Here's how you implement. Okay, great. Now we lose a lot of people between knowledge and implementation, Yes. right? But those who then move on to implement, so they're going to get reactions, responses, results. Some of the results uh, they're going to like and some they're not going to like. Well, how do you interpret it? What does it mean? You've got to take the results and go back to your coach, your mentor, and say, hey, this is what I did, right, based on what, what you taught me or what I learned. Um, I like these results. I don't quite like those. And, and in minutes or half an hour, they can spot and point out what, you need, what you're not seeing. And if it wasn't for them, it would take you years to figure it out on your own. So you need that, that mastery is a three-step process, some basic knowledge, implementation, and feedback and guidance on how to interpret what happens. So... Um, gee, I forgot where I was going with all this, but, but the basics, oh yes, right. So not everything matters equally, of course. Right. When it comes to creating a marketing and selling system, here's how, here's what I think about. Like you got to know what you're trying to accomplish. So when you ask most people, okay, you know, the, the, you know, of course, marketing funnel is a big, a big, uh, you know, jargon term, uh, marketing funnel, which is just a, a system of getting more people into your world this way. And a certain number will come out as paying customers or clients on the other end. Right. So it's a system. And you ask them, what's the purpose of this marketing funnel? What's the purpose of the system? Every system has a purpose. It has to. So the answers that most people give you is, well, the purpose is it's to fill your pipeline. 
It's to get more leads, it's to close more deals. And all of those are true, but they don't help you know what to do. They don't narrow your focus on the few things that actually make a really big difference. And that's why you can know that and still run in circles. You know, um, Oliver Wendell Holmes Jr., he said something brilliant. He said, um, I wouldn't give a fig for simplicity on this side of complexity, but I'd give my right hand for simplicity on the far side of complexity. Yeah. And that's what we're looking for. You know, to say that, that, well, the purpose of your marketing funnel is to close deals, to, you know, to get leads and fill your pipeline and so on. That's an oversimplified understanding. So I want to propose that, you know, what I think is a simplicity on the far side of complexity, because what happens is we all think, well, it's not going to be that hard. You know, that's the oversimplified. Then we get lost in the complexity and few people make it to mastery on the other side, which is simplicity on the far side of complexity. That's mastery. So I want to say that the purpose of your marketing funnel is to help your ideal client answer yes to the number one question on their mind at just the right time. Now, it's going to require some explanation because, again, we're on simplicity on the far side of complexity. So uh, it, it's not like these catchphrases that you hear it, you nod, and like five years later, you realize, I actually didn't understand that. And it's been kind of holding me back all these right. five years, right? So what does that mean? It means this, that from the time that your ideal clients first come across you to where they're happy to lay down money to work with you, they ask themselves three questions. And, and it's really only three questions. It's some variation of, of those three. And your job, the job of your marketing and selling system is to lead them to answer yes, yes, yes. What are those questions? The first question is, should I pay attention? Is it interesting? Right? It doesn't matter what tactic you're using. If it's a Facebook ad, a LinkedIn ad, LinkedIn group, a conference where you're a presenter at a conference or got a booth in the back or a cold call, in every situation, your potential client asks the same question. Should I pay attention? Is it interesting? Your job, the job of your marketing and selling system is to lead them to answer, hmm, yes, that is interesting. And then instantly they have a second question. And that is, okay, you got me interested, but can I trust you? Are you for real? You know, do you actually know your stuff? Or are you just trying to sell me something? Do you care about me or are you just trying to sell me something? Now the job of your marketing and selling system is to lead them to answer, yes, I can trust you. I see you know your stuff and you actually seem to care. And then instantly they have a third question, which is, is what you recommend right for me? is what you recommend right for me. And now that's certainly into sales, whether it's a sales letter, a sales webinar, or a one-on-one -on -one sales conversation. Now the job is to lead them to conclude that yes, what you recommend is right for me. Congratulations, you have a new client. So again, the purpose of your marketing selling system is to lead your ideal client to answer yes, 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 to the number one question on their mind at just the right time. It has to be in order. If it's not in order, if you're trying to lead them to answer yes to the question of, yes, what I recommend is right for me, they're not even listening. They're not paying any attention. So <clears throat> now, I mean, how, I mean, how does I mean, this... Let me add one in the beginning of that, uh, just another, another uh, frame. Before, do I have, is this interesting to me, um, the, the crock brain that we've been conditioned with since prehistoric times is, is this safe? Is this, is this something that I need to, is this fight or flight? Like, do I need, am I going to mate this? Am I going to eat this? Am I going to fight this? Right. Well, we actually cover, cover it because I do combine attention and interest, but they're two different things. You know, right. a lot of things will get attention. A loud noise will get your attention. Right. But then you go back to what you were doing. If I, you know, if I, uh, you know, a tragic story will get your attention and you go back to what you're doing. But when something gets you interested, you change your plans. And that's why attention is not enough. They need interest. So, you know, it's like if they're at a conference, if they're scrolling down on Facebook and, you know, they're planning to just keep going, 
uh, and your ad gets their interest or your post, then they change their plans. If they're walking through the conference, uh, the, 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 um, the sponsor hall, right, the booths, and they're planning to walk this way, then something on your sign gets their attention and interest changes their plans. So totally agree with you. That's where that fits in on, on my model. Got it. Um, and it was one last point. Uh, I don't remember what it was. Oh, yeah. So, so you need to put something simple in place to answer. So we have two pieces that we put in place for each question. And that's kind of like, okay, now I have much greater focus. What am I trying to accomplish with my marketing and selling system with my marketing funnel? What I'm trying to accomplish is I need to lead them to answer yes, yes, yes. And now it helps you diagnose. If you're losing them at the beginning, well, you're not getting your attention interest. Now you need to know, I've got to fix that part. I've got to put something in place there. If you're getting attention and interest, but they're not kind of taking a step towards you, you know, or they, or they ask some questions and they realize, well, no, no, not really for me. Like you might be losing them at the second question. Uh, can I trust you? Are you for real? Um, or if you're losing them in, at the sales process, they're not buying your, on your sales conversations or your webinar, it might be, then you, you know you need to f work and fix things over there. And anytime you have a system, you've got to be able to diagnose where, what's working, what isn't. What's the bottleneck? You know, and so on. And that's how we, um, that's how we approach it in a very structured way. You know, and, so uh, the, the key is, and I, I, my, let me guess on what I see the biggest mistake in this element is that most people are so concerned with step three that they, that they try their hardest to ensure step three in step one, when that's a completely separate conversation. They need to be in, or, in, in alignment, but absolutely. question one needs to, be, needs to have a standalone value of its own. Right. I'd say that, you know, it's question two, um, you know, well, I don't, we probably don't have time to go into all the details of it, but, right. but people do get stuck on the tactical thing. Right. They start, they skip the foundation work that you must do. You know, if you're out there posting uh, and doing things uh, on social media or whatever, and people aren't really responding, then you're missing the foundational pieces, but you're busy doing things. So that's where, you know, like, you know, if you go into a LinkedIn group, uh, which I hardly ever do because of my experience that I'm about to describe. Like you go into a LinkedIn group uh, and, and what you see is you see a lot of people making a lot of noise, you know, um, they all coming there. They're all, someone must've been, must've taught them, Hey, you want to get clients, go into a LinkedIn group and post questions. And someone else must be teaching, want to get clients, go into a LinkedIn group and answer questions. And these two people are meeting in LinkedIn groups, <laughs> asking questions that never needed to be asked. And, and other people who can't tell the difference, sadly, are answering them. And the clients that both parties are actually looking for will once every six, 12, 18 months poke their head and say, um, is this interesting, right? Should I pay attention, is it interesting? And their brain goes, no, just a lot of hot air people talking past each other yeah. and they're gone again. Right. So that's, um, yeah, uh, I agree. The foundation I, work matters so much. I, I get on a tangent on some of that stuff because I'm mind blown by some of the people that hold themselves out to be experts. I, I was in a group of, that I, I regard pretty, pretty highly. And somebody puts a question in about conversion and there's immediately within an hour, there's 35, 40 different comments. 100% of those comments were responses. And you're talking about a conversion on a landing page. Not one of these experts asked a question. They were so busy trying to position themselves with an answer. And I was like, conversions under what scenario specifically for whom with what intended outcome before I can even give you an answer. Right. And that alone showed that person reached out to me because they shared that I was actually interested in what they were trying to do, which made me interesting to them. Exactly. So you got their attention interest 
and they wanted to find out more and they're like, Hey, that's interesting. I, I probably can trust this guy. Can I trust you? And then that to a conversation is what you recommend, right? For me. Right. And I will point out that, that, you know, there's that overall arc of question, but it also is fractal. Like it's, they're constantly, it's, it's a cycle that we're going through at every right. step, every, every minute we're asking the same cycle of questions as well. Right. So we got, uh, we're coming to the end of this here. So um, all this conversation uh, and, and I, I know you have uh, an offer that you, you put together for us and it's the first step, right? This is the, is, is this interesting to me uh, perspective? Well, um, let me see. I just want to make sure I get the link right. Yeah, we got something that um, it, it's it's called. We call it the manual. You know, I wrote it a number of years ago, and like I said, we sold it for five years for ninety seven dollars, giving away for free at dovegordon.net forward slash sales unscripted. Right. Yeah, and that'll all be on uh, salesunscripted.com in the show notes if you don't have something to write that with. But it's called how to systematically and consistently attract first rate clients, and there is zero fluff in it. I don't know if you've seen it, but there is there is zero fluff. It's about 80, 90 pages. And it's just, um, you know, th there's no fluff. It was not written to be, uh, to be given away. And the reason I started giving away was because I was getting emails from people who were, uh, who had bought it. And some of them said like, wow, this is like, you know, this is great. Like I said at the beginning, you know, wow, I finally understand uh, what I've been learning or hearing so many years now. And you just kind of made it so simple that I know what to do. You know, that's the big problem is like a lot of information, not clear what to do next. How do I turn it into an actual plan that I actually believe in that resonates with me? Uh, and some of them would, would want to work with us to get our help because, again, like you recognize, you're going to hit a wall. And they're the serious ones and they're committed and they want to say, hey, help, you know, can I get your help? So that was good for us. Um, and I realized if we, if we just kind of make it available more broadly, we're, we're helping lots of people who never would buy it. Uh, and then it also just helps those who would want to come and get our help. So it's win, win, win. I've gotten so many emails from people who have gone through it, uh, never became clients, but like, hey, this is what I'm doing, this is how I'm applying it, uh, you know, and it's really made a huge difference. So hopefully we'll have people like that and, you know, hopefully we'll also have people who want, want my help because that's what we do. That's how we can afford to show up and, uh, for another day and give out, you know, some more free stuff too. Awesome. So here's what I'm going to recommend. Go to salesunscripted.com, go to the show notes, download the manual. And just look for the things that jump out to you that make sense. You're not expecting you to sit down and read cover to cover 80 pages of a manual, um, but you'll as you move through it. The first first four or five pages is enough to get a sense if you want to continue. Absolutely, and you know how it is. You'll find what what is the key point that you need to be attracted to and find something that you can implement. And then please come back and share. We want to know we're very, we're not just interested in disseminating information out here. We want to know if it's working. We want to know what kind of results you're getting with it, what kind of ahas and transformations and what kind of walls are you breaking through as a result. So uh, definitely give it. And if you have any questions, reach out here uh, and we'll definitely forward on to Dov and, and we'll get you some answers if we got them. All right. So while everybody's doing that and going and downloading the manual, um, I like to tap into what leaders are doing and uh, I, I feel a book coming in this, but um, what are you doing in your personal life? What are you doing off the court that is absolutely making a massive impact on the court in your business? Um, okay. For a moment, I didn't even think as you're talking to me, I thought oh, like, you were moving <laughs> some, but, but like, okay, yeah, got it. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, what am I doing? Well, uh, we have six kids, so that's fun. Nice. And we recently moved to uh, where we have an, a nice yard and uh, uh, eventually a garden. That's a project. Uh, and I've just really been enjoying this, uh, some time outside with uh, some of my younger kids, you know, um, 
re replacing uh, uh, some stones with some fresh cement that needed to be replaced on a wall. Um, you know, I, my uh, eight-year-old, ten-year-old, they're you know even the six-year-old, they're just having, they're really enjoying it. You know, and it just gives us something exciting to do. We can come home, take an hour to fix this or do that, and I'm I'm really enjoying that. So that that's uh, that's what popped into my mind when you yeah, were asking that. That's great, and and I'm sure it's having some strong impacts inside the business because if you're getting that healthy balance of you know of joy in your life, that can't help but transfer into how you show up with your clients and, and people that you serve. Um, I I would like to think that's true. Seems to be <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Super appreciate it, man. Uh, so everybody run to sales and scripted, uh, salescripted.com, download the show notes, give us some feedback and some comments, ask any questions. We're here for you. Go visit uh, Dov Gordon and uh, download the manual. And we're definitely interested in see what's going on. Strickland, my friend, why don't you take them away? Show them what to do from here. And until then, guys, go out, change lives, make a ton of money and make a huge impact and focus on doing business and life on your terms. We'll talk soon. All right, Jim, I'll show them where to go from here, man. Look, if you love what you're hearing, here's a great way to get more. You can get a free month's access to our awesome drop-in coaching group. All you got to do is subscribe, rate, and review the show and share it. Then head over to salesunscripted.com forward slash get more to get your free month of drop-in coaching with Jim as our thank you. We'll see you next time on Sales Unscripted.